Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. We are a church with a mission of inspiring ordinary people to live extraordinary lives for Christ. It really doesn't matter who you are, what you have done, or how you choose to worship. You belong here. We pray that this week's sermon blesses you and that you feel God's presence through it today. So today we are in the fourth and final week of our sermon series called The Nightmare Before Christmas. And as you all know, what we've been doing in this series is we've been pushing past the warm and fuzzy that Christmas has become to get out and see how this event was actually a kind of nightmare for almost everyone involved. So this morning, to kind of bring this sermon series to a close, uh, what I now want to show you, now that we've kind of gone through all the, the nightmare of it all, is how God not only went about answering the nightmares of his people through the Christmas event, but how it is that God seems to go about answering most of our nightmares. And because it's Christmas morning, I'm going to try to kind of keep this short and sweet. It's my present to all of you. (laughs) Merry Christmas. No standing. No, no, don't stand. So what you need to know about the Jewish people before Jesus was born is the kind of Messiah they expected to show up to save them from these desperate circumstances they were living in under Roman control was someone like King David. Or like King David, what they expected in their Messiah was God was going to raise up a leader, then unite them as a people, then they would raise up an army, and with that army, not only defeat, but conquer and, and subjugate all of their enemies basically putting them back on top. Or basically the kind of Messiah that they expected was a warrior king who would come in and take out the Romans so that finally, after years and years of living under the weight of the empire, they would be set free to live the good life. Or that was their messianic expectation. That's what they thought was coming down the pike. But as you know, that's not the kind of Messiah they got in Jesus. Instead of getting a conquering king that was going to come in and solve all their problems in a moment, they got a suffering servant or a different kind of king who came in to start a different kind of kingdom, meant to save them and the world just in a bit different way than they expected. Or this Messiah, instead of raising up an army of warriors and just taking everything over, what this Messiah did was he gathered a collection of misfits and outcasts in order to bring heaven to earth. And the way they went about doing this was by giving themselves to to slowly but surely causing God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Or what these misfits gave themselves to was healing the sick, raising the dead, feeding the hungry, loving the unlovable, all those people that no one would have ever chosen. That's who God chose. All the while inviting everyone they encountered, regardless of their place in the world, to join them in this soul-saving, world-transforming work. But then what takes the unexpectedness of Jesus even further is that most Jews didn't even see this coming. They never even considered. So really at this time, there was no expectation that the Messiah was going to be divine. Or there really really was no idea that, that God himself was planning to come into the world. Again, what they expected was God was going to be raising up another human leader like King David to swoop in and basically save the day. But again, that's not what they got. No, in Jesus the Christ, in Jesus the unexpected Messiah, 
God didn't just send another one of his representatives like he's done so many times before in the prophet, priest, and kings that, that we find in the Old Testament. No, the unexpected thing that happened at Christmas is that God himself decided to step down out of his existence to answer their nightmare. Or what I want you to notice about the way God went about dealing with the nightmare his people were facing at that time is that instead of just swooping in and making everything all right, which is exactly what they expected, what God did, which is even more mind-boggling, is he showed up and he joined them in the midst of their nightmare. He's like, I'm going to join you guys there. And then slowly but surely help them walk out of that darkness and back into the light. Now, the reason why I think it's so important to see how God through Christmas answered the prayers of his people by showing up is because most of the time, this also seems to be the way that God helps us face and overcome our own nightmares. Or what I think God is doing through Jesus as the unexpected Messiah is he's trying to teach us that most of the time, the way he answers our prayers, the way he helps us to escape our own nightmares, is not just by coming in, swooping in, and taking care of everything just like that, but instead, by joining us in the midst of our nightmares to help us find our way out. Or to make this practical, I want you all to take a moment and think about a nightmare that you have faced in your life. And we've all got something, right? Maybe it's divorce, it's death, it's illness. Maybe you have a teenage child. I don't know what it is. That's supposed to be funny. There's like four people who got that. <laughs> now that you have that in mind, what I want you to do is I want you to think about how God showed up in your life. Did, did God just swoop in and take all of your pain and suffering away? Did, did God show up and do something supernatural and make everything better in an instant? Well, if God helped you in that way, fantastic, because I know that's the way it works sometimes. But what I bet happened for most of you is that as you began to cry out in that difficult place, the way God responded is he just showed up. And what I mean by showing up here is that in some mysterious way that we can't put into words, that we can't nail down, God showed up up into your life in the form of a presence or a stirring or a still small voice. And then all of a sudden you knew that you weren't alone. You knew you had someone by your side. You knew you had the strength that you needed to, to put one foot in front of the other and just keep going even when all you wanted to do was quit. And then how many of you, as you think back to your own nightmare, to the, to the different ways that God helped you out of that nightmare, can now clearly see that, that oftentimes the way that God shows up in those places wasn't even close to what you expected. I mean, the truth is, we all have these ideals in our head, and if God would just do it the way it should be done, then everything would be great. But then when we take a step back after it's all said and done, we, we see that God did show up, just in a way that we never saw coming. Well, that's a big part of what I think Christmas has to teach us. If you get past all the warm and fuzzy stuff, you'll see that this is an issue that God is dealing with. Or to, to make this concrete, what I have experienced almost every time I have faced or walked with someone through a serious injury, illness, a diagnosis, whatever it is, is that even though I pray for a miracle, even though I pray for a supernatural event where God will just swoop in and take care of all of it, 
the way that God seems to answer those prayers is just by showing up and meeting us in those places, giving us what we need to keep going. Or in thinking back through the, the nightmare that, that Mickey Hoskins has walked through in the last year and a half after losing his wife, and most of you guys know Mickey and, and what he's been through in the last year and the in, in the last year and a half. What I have observed God doing there is he didn't come in and swoop in and take care of all the pain and everything that he was dealing with. No, at first, when, when Mick was facing the hardest moments of his life, when he was trying to figure out how to live without his soulmate, this girl that he dreamed he would spend the rest of his life with, is that, that God entered into that darkness with him. In, in the thousands of conversations I've had with Mickey over the last year and a half, he always talked about God was there with him. There never was a sense where he was abandoned. It was God was with him the whole time. And then what God began to do as he met him in that darkness is, first of all, he gave him the strength to just get through a day. Right, His world was collapsing, and all he could do was get through a day. Next, he began to help him find some relief from the pain and suffering that he was just carrying around with him all of the time by giving him moments of normalness. You know, a glimpse of what life used to be. And then slowly but surely, as God continued to do what he does, Mickey started to find some joy in life again. And the amazing thing that I've noticed happening to Mickey over the last six months or so is that even though he knows his life is never going to be the same, lost his soulmate, she's only 40 years old when this happened, is that even though he knows his life is never going to be the same again, there's always going to be a sense of, of sadness there's always going to be a sense of grief there. He has also started to see that life is still good. And he is still blessed. And that with God's help, he can still live a life that is full of purpose and meaning and hope and joy and even a bit of happiness. Well, what I think all of that puts into perspective is that the way God goes about helping us to face and overcome our nightmares is by showing up as Emmanuel, God with us. That's what we have to hold on into our, in our darkest moments. Okay, so now that we have made it through the most depressing Christmas sermon series you've ever had to endure, oh, you guys think that's funny. The big picture view that I want you to get, which I believe help, Christmas helps us to see, is, is if we can get past all the warm and fuzzy that Christmas has become, what it reveals to us is part of being human means that we are going to face difficult times. God never promised us it was going to be perfect. God never promised us that we wouldn't face these things. And sometimes the difficulty that we're going to face is going to be caused by just bad things happening to us. And other times... It's going to be caused because we say yes to Jesus. But I think what you can always count on, no matter how hard your life may get or what kind of nightmare you face, is that what Christmas reveals is that we serve a God who loves and cares about us so much that he will never leave or forsake us. We serve a God who loves us so much that he came chasing after us. A God who will always, if we will reach out, help us walk out of the darkness and back into the light. 
That's the power of Christmas. Let us pray. Father, as we bring this sermon series to a close, it is my hope now that we have pushed past all the warm and fuzziness that that Christmas usually is for us, that we'll begin to see that the most powerful message this has to offer us is not a promise that our lives aren't going to be hard, not a promise that things aren't going to get difficult, but showing us that that life is going to get difficult, that we are going to face our own nightmares. That's what it means to be human. But in the face of all of that, we know that you're Emmanuel. We know that you are a God who shows up in the midst of whatever it is that we're facing to help us put one foot in front of the other and walk out of the darkness and back into the light. So help us, O Lord, on Christmas, this Christmas morning, remember that there is nothing that we can face in this world where you will not be with us every step of the way. It's in your name and for our sake. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon, and we hope you are able to join us next week. To learn more about FCC Great Bend, visit us online at firstchristianchurchgb.com. Again, that's firstchristianchurchgb.com. God bless and have a great week.